0: Why don't you go ahead and find yourself a seat. could be anywhere. Sit wherever you find. Hey. So, today is our Testimony Sunday. We call it Testify Sunday. We've been doing it for a long, long time. A date that uh, goes way back before me. And uh, one of our great leaders in the past has given me some rules uh, to follow. And so as per Mr. Al Funk, I'd love to give you the rules in which we are to adhere to uh, this morning. And so if you are someone that would like to testify and stand on this stage or sit on this stage, uh, there's a few things I need you to understand. And so the first is this. We ask that you would belong to Callwood Church, that this would be a church that you would call home. Then we are giving you about two to three minutes. After that, uh, Justin will mute your microphone. <laughs> we would ask that it would be God-centered about what he has done, about what he is doing in your life or the life around you, people around you, not about necessarily what you have done. And we would ask that uh, you would be, oh, I said that, you'd be from here, but also that it would have happened in the last year, calendar year, 2023. And so, although it is impactful and good to hear about what happened in 1972, uh, we would love for it to happen in 2023. Is that okay? All right. So, there's a few things that I'd like to just go over quickly about what has happened in our world and our church in the last year. And so I I quickly Googled uh, top events of 2023. And I was quickly sad because apparently the things that make the news are the saddest things. And so I would like to go over some of those things, but then also bring some joy back into the room. Uh, First, uh, one of the things that took off uh, this last year was... Uh, open AI and Chat GPT. In fact, Microsoft spent 10 billion dollars to develop this. And so, this whole sermon has been brought to you by Chat. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But it has been a thing. And there's with that, there has been a lot of excitement and a lot of nervousness. And so, if you don't know what AI is, uh, you'll find out in the next couple of months, probably. In April, we've seen the finalization, uh, the final of approval of the Shaw and Rogers merger. And so some of you might be with Shaw and notice that all of the blue has turned red because Rogers now owns them. In May, we saw the coronation of uh, King Charles III. And so that was a big deal uh, because it's once in our lifetime that we've probably seen that. Uh, July was the hottest month in the global world ever. Now, some of us are like, I, I didn't really feel all that hot. I'm talking about globally. It was the hottest uh, year, which led to some of the worst fire that we have ever seen, wildfires that we've ever seen globally as well, that have taken out communities and people as well. In October, uh, we sadly seen some attacks come towards Israel, and we saw uh, that being uh, continuing as well. And so whatever your political climate or uh, view is, all we know, all we should be praying for is peace as a people. And so we see this war that is continuing, and some of us have taken a stance on either side. Here's the thing that you need to take a stance on. Pray for peace. In Canada, we saw interest rates Rise to higher and higher and higher things that have led to more people going to food shelters than ever before in our nation. But according to GoFundMe, the online fundraising platform, Victoria, British Columbia is the most generous city in all of Canada. So there you go. So that's my quick news of 2023. But what about our church? What have we done? What have we seen? And so there's a few things that I'd like to uh, reach out to you. See, we as a church have seen a steady flow of new people coming in every single Sunday, week after week, that we haven't seen before. Whether these are people exploring faith for the first time, or maybe they've moved to the city, or uh, changing churches, we have seen tons and tons of new people coming to Colwood Church. In fact, every single Monday, we have our pastoral uh, meeting at nine o'clock, and we talk about, well, who'd you meet? What are their names? And, uh, and we, we share about those things because there's so many people coming. We've launched in the fall six brand new small groups as well as relaunched five, new, or five small groups that maybe have taken a pause. And so we have seen people wanting to start to serve again, but also we've seen people wanting to get connected again within this last year as well. And in January, hopefully this month, this January, uh, we will launch a few more. We have some groups that are looking to start out in souk and some ethnic groups, and so we're excited to launch more this year. Over the year, we have served over 2,100 grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> And so we're thankful to be able to run community events, but we are also looking to make something else next year. (laughs) First Steps was something that we launched in 2021 when we saw that uh, people were coming back to church after COVID. And we continued to do First Steps. In fact, uh, through First Steps this year, we would see over 77 people Enter our first steps program. Get connected to the life of the church and get plugged in. And so again, shout out, January 14th. We'll see you at First Steps. We did 70, uh, no, we did 13 classes, including divorce care, uh, English as a second language, some prayer courses and stuff like that. We also uh, handed out multiple food hampers over the year tons of gift cards, and have given away tens of thousands of dollars to our community for people who are in need. And so as a church, I can confidently tell you that we have been pushing the ball down the court in the kingdom of the Lord, and God has been faithful to us and through us. And so church, thank you so much for your generosity. Now, if you are someone that would like to testify Again, we'd adhere to those ground rules we sat in the beginning. But also, why don't you make your way uh, to the front row here, and our pastors will vet you. (laughs) And I say that because there's been so many new people. I don't know if you've been here for a day or six years. Uh, I'm bad with names. Ask Sean. He's like, who'd you meet? I don't know, a guy. (laughs) So why don't you make your way here? But let me give you a word of encouragement. I believe that we need to share our testimony. In fact, Scripture tells us that we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, it says, But in our hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy. Always be prepared to make a defense of why you believe. And whenever any... Uh, when anybody asks for reason for the hope that is in you, do it and give it with gentleness and respect. The, the stories that you have, the experiences with the Lord that you've experienced are hard to argue. And so we share our testimony one to encourage other people, to build up the body so that other people would know that God is good and He is faithful. But then we also share that to continue to remind ourselves. And so today we share, I have a microphone, I'd love for you to know. If you would like to text in, because there are some people I'd recognize that are at home, uh, or maybe you're shy in the room. If you'd like to text in, all you have to do is text the word TESTIFY to 250-478-7113, and if you forget that phone number, it's the church phone number. So just ch- text the word TESTIFY, and uh, Pastor Tyson will vet your text and then send it to me. I have a, I, we have a team here. We're just making sure things are kosher and above board. But why don't you uh, come on up if you are up. Hello.
1: Welcome. Why don't you tell us who you are and then share. Hello. I am Ken, and I'm a little bit nervous. I've got my notes. Have my two minutes started yet? or I haven't yet. You if you... okay, I can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fuller than I thought it was going to be. Okay. I guess two <laughs> services in one. Anyway, all right. So, yeah, um, I wanted to testify about um, God's faithfulness uh, through, through a tough time. Um, so I would say this has been the worst year of my life. Um, Not to sound too dramatic, but yeah, I I would say it actually has. Um, I don't really want to go into all the details because that's not really the point. But, you know, there have been a lot of big changes, Um, felt a lot of big emotions, Uh, cried a lot. Been kind of forced to feel things I couldn't really ignore. And um, yeah, I kind of feel like I've felt more this last year than my whole Life put together before that like it's really been a pretty intense year for me, a lot of uncertainty um about the future um, and so I just really felt god God comforted me during like my lowest times, like my really my my lowest lowest moments I could sense him encouraging me that he was with me, you know that that i'm, I'm not alone, and that just affirming good things in me. Um, and you know, I just felt it was like he's you know he's with me in the sense of like not saying, um, yeah, it's not about me being right so much as just being with me. Like you know, matter I'm going through something, he's with me. He's encouraging me. He's there. Um, and it just felt you know God promises. He, you know, he, he doesn't say no bad things are going to happen to us. You know, like, sometimes you think, well, if something bad happens, then, okay, well, God's not really there, or he's not really for us. But it's like, he doesn't promise no bad things will happen, but he does promise he won't leave us or forsake us. And I've I felt that to be true in this situation. Um, and so I feel like, you know, nothing nothing's wasted in this. Um, like, I find I'm more compassionate for other people mm. now. I feel like I'm more in touch with my own emotions. Um, I cry at, like, stupid stuff now. Like, watching movies with the kids and there's, like, stupid little things I'm bawling about. But, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm more in touch with my emotions. I feel like I, I can encourage other people now through my own experience. Um, and so, yeah, I just want to encourage people here, you know, if you're if you are going through a rough time, you know, to talk to someone, um, you know, our pastor's here, they're free. Um. LAUGHTER well, I mean, tithe, right? But you know, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, connect groups. Like, if I'm a connect groups, been really um, encouraging. And just, you're just like, I'm, I'm not normally one for just talking, talking through stuff. You know, like usually it's like, yeah, it's a good thing to do. We're meant to be in community, and whatever. But when you actually have something you're going through, it's like just being able to kind of talk it all out and kind of. I don't know, get it off your chest and have people encourage you that they're there with you. You know, it's been really helpful. So thanks to my yeah. group for that. Um, and Sozo as well, you know, some prayer ministry as well, and that's been good. So um, just, yeah, just trying to let God work in me as well. But yeah, I just wanted to testify that he's been faithful. So. Good, yeah. God is faithful in our, in our hardest times.
0: And it's, it's easy to know that until you know that. And so thank you. Thank you. Can we say thank you? Hi. Come on up. So go ahead, tell us your name and then
2: Um My name is Mari. Um what else do you want me to say? No, you're good. You're Um, good. (laughs) Okay, so before the summer I never I never believed in God. Um, I never thought about it. I didn't live in a household where, um, my family believed in God, so when I I read things from the Bible and I, I just thought, there's no way that could possibly happen, but, um, during the summer, my mother, she went away because she went to basic training, um, in the military, and I think that was one of the hardest points in my life because, um, That was my, it's my first year of high school, and I started it without her, and she's been a really big part of my life, so during the summer, I was really afraid, and I was going through a really hard time, Mm. and I thought, "I, I want to devote myself to something, and I knew there was a church here, so I came here, and I put it off for a bit, because I was like, I need to go, I really need to go, but then I wouldn't go, and when I did, I, I, like, I've been going for, I think four or five Sundays now Mm -hmm. and I haven't stopped since um and ever since then my life has like ultimately gotten better um during the summer I'd say 2023 was probably my worst year but then after I started coming here it automatically became one of my best years like I sincerely believe that Jesus is real and that he's with me always because um Sorry, I'm shaking so it's bad. Okay. Yeah, you're okay. <laughs> um, the first time I came to church, uh, I think the week after, my grades like immediately went got better, and I I was so sure that um, that that was that was Jesus. He hmm. was with me. Um, I've never been good at math, and I got full marks on two of my tests, and wow. I was so happy. Wow. <laughs> um. And I come here alone, my family doesn't come with me, but um, that's okay because I think, I think of like everybody here is my family because I think the entire church is my family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, church is my family. I don't need my family to be here with me because everyone here is so kind to me and i don't know anybody Uh, well i know some people now but i didn't know anybody the first time i came and i had so many people come talk to me and um i even had i'm sorry i don't know your name but i started crying and she came up to me and she comforted me Mm -hmm. and um i felt really loved in that moment even though i didn't know who she was yeah um but yeah it just really shows that like I think even when I, I didn't believe that God was real, he was still with me, and he was still with me, and he's with me even more now, and I'm, I'm very faithful. Like I, I pray every, uh, before every meal, I pray before I go to bed, and when I wake up, and before I go to school. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's a big part of my life. Like I sincerely believe that... Um, Like, everything in the Bible, I believe it was real. Um, Even though, like, when I was younger, I believed, oh, there's no way the sea was parted. I believe that now. (laughs) Um, Even though I never believed it before. And I just think, um, I think my life got so much better because I started going to church. And um, I'm really glad I started going because now I feel very accepted. In, just in general, like here, but also just generally in my life. Mm-hmm. I feel very accepted, and I feel very happy that I have something. Because I found myself, when I, when I when I found something to devote myself to, when I realized I believe in Jesus, I believe that he's real, I believe that he loves me no matter what, um, I really found myself, I found out who I was, um, and I, I kind of found out what I wanted to do in my life more.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Good. Thank you. Good job. Good morning, sir. You can
3: stand all you want. Start off here. Put your hands together. No, 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 no. I didn't say clap. I said put your hands together. Repeat after me. Oh God. Oh, God. Help this guy. Help this guy. <laughs> and now I'm relaxed and you're relaxed. So. Uh, if you don't know me, I'm Alf Todd. And if you do know me, you probably wish you didn't. But um, Every year, I, I, I get emotional so easy, so don't worry about it. But uh, every year I, I feel led to just come and share God's faithfulness because he has been faithful. I wrote a little poem. I do this once in a while. Sometimes they're worth listening to, sometimes they're not. It seems like I'm up here more than once in a while. These rows should be filled, not just single file. We're told in the book, God gave praise and don't God praise and don't and don't pout. Sorry about that. If we fail to do this, then the rocks will cry out. We need not look far, his blessings surround. When we share them with others. God's love will abound. Look over your shoulder. It's not hard to see. A world with much sorrow. A savior in need. There are, t- there are times he steps back and lets us tread water. It's during those times he shows himself stronger. Life is, has its struggles We all know this is true. Lift your hearts to the Savior. He'll be faithful to you. God is faithful. No matter what you're going through. People always ask me, how are you doing? I say, it just depends. I'm up and down. and uh, Meds work. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. But... uh, I'm just so thankful that I have God to keep me, and just, he's faithful.
0: Amen. Thank you, all. Thank you. If there is anyone else that would like to to testify, I'd ask you to come uh, to the front, Uh, but Pastor Tyson uh, has one for us as well that he told me that if there's no one in the front, I can call him up.
4: All right. I was texting you currently a testimony from someone else, but I'll oh. finish that message. There we go. It's coming to you. I'll read um, it in a minute. Yeah. Okay. It's a good interviewer. You're paying attention. That's yeah, good. That's right. um, Yeah. So a couple of things. Um, one uh, kind of miraculous one. I had a friend who's one of my closest friends, uh, messaged me and gave me a call one day and said that uh, they, he was having some pain in his body and he went to the doctor and got checked out and they found what they thought was a seven centimeter tumor. And uh, for that size of tumor, usually it's uh, cancerous. And so he just said, hey, can you pray for me? And we prayed on the phone that day for him and a, f- and a few other people were praying for him. And so when he got the ultrasound, they confirmed it was a seven centimeter tumor Um, And then he went back for a CAT scan after people had prayed for him. And he texted me and just said, they can't explain it, but the tumor is gone. And so that's pretty amazing and incredible. Wow, so grateful to the Lord for that. And then a little more kind of a, that's a miraculous one that I'm so thankful for, a little more kind of common one. Um, A few weeks ago, we were going to the mainland and we were going to to go visit my family and on the way to the ferry, I saw that the check check pressure light for my tires came on and I thought, oh no, did I hit something on the way? And so we get to the ferry and I check and I find this like pretty good sized screw just in the middle of one of my tires. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. It's from just rain today, I'm a little bit sick. I I wanted to change a tire today, this is awesome. (laughs) And uh, that was sarcasm, I'm sorry, I should clarify. (laughs) I did not want to change a tire that day. And so we get, well, we get to the other side of the ferry, and we go to to Austin Mills in a lit up uh, kind of parking place. And uh, we go to change the tire, and uh, my wife said, hey, like, how long is this gonna take? And I said, uh, you know, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. But I've been watching a lot of cars with my son, so in my head I was like, three minutes tops, I got this. <laughs> and I was ready for that pit stop and get it going. And so I get the car jacked up, and it's good to go, and then I forgot to ask my wife to get out of the car, and so she, she moves inside the car and the, jip, uh, the, the jack slides out of the vehicle. And I didn't get the tire in place yet, and so it actually, the whole front end gets caught on the inside rim of the spare tire, with the jack still stuck underneath, and I'm like, dear Lord, how am I going to get this jack out, please send help. And just at that moment, two guys walk by and they're like, hey, do you need some help? And I was like, that was quick, thank you Lord. <laughs> And so they're like, yeah, we can help. We'll get our buddy and we'll lift up the front end of your vehicle for you. So three guys just got there lifted up the front end of the car and I got the jack back underneath and they said, see you later. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Thank you, Lord. And uh, and as soon as the the car gets back up, the jack starts to bend again. And the jack, again, because of the first time, bent out and got stuck underneath and all the weight was stuck on the backing of the other tire that was underneath the car. And I thought, okay, how am I going to do this now, Lord? And I was like... Hey, it worked last time. Lord, can you send someone? And, uh, and so I just simply went up and asked a stranger. and I said, hey, can I borrow the jack for your car? And at first he said, no, sorry, we got to get going. we got to get these people back home. And then he goes back to his party and comes back and says, actually, they said we can help. And so we get the car jacked up. It's good to go. And uh, we, we get the new tire on. And my uh, three-minute pit stop turned into an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> and uh, we're on our way. And then we get to my brother's house that night, and just to top off the day, at, at midnight after we've been talking, having a great day, I go to sit on his bed, and the bed just snaps underneath me. <laughs> and he said his movers had put it together and just didn't and missed a few bolts, and so it was a great way to top off that day. Well, the next morning, we would go to get the tire changed, fixed at Cal Tire, and uh, after an hour of waiting, they say, sorry, we can't fix the tire. And I was like, okay, what's going on? And they said, well, it's too close to the sidewall, so we can't fix it. And so we, we, we get it back in the car. We go for a drive, and I look around, and he said, he said sorry, we don't have any of those tires. We can't fix your car. Uh, you can call other places in the city, see if they have your tire. And I looked around the city. Nowhere in Vancouver had the tire that we had in stock. And so I was like, am I really going to have to buy a whole new set of tires just for this? And we get back to Victoria, and I go to one of the tire places. And they say, it's going to be $1,300 for a new set of tires. And I was like, that is one expensive screw. <laughs> And uh, so, I, But the guy said, hey, you can check this one used tire place up in Cobble Hill and see if that that will they'll be able to help you. And so we, we go up to the Cobble Hill place right before they closed. They were awesome and got us in. And the guy says to me, he says, so how much have you been putting air in this tire? And I said, I haven't put any air in it. And he said, well, we were checking the tire and we can't find the leak anywhere. And I said, okay, well, the guy told me that He couldn't patch it because it was too close to the edge wall. And he said, okay, well, I'll take it apart and take a look. And so he gets the tire off, and he goes, there's a patch in this tire. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, come take a look. And so sure enough, I go back and I look at it, and there's a patch in the tire. And he goes, I don't know. He's like, what? I I don't know. This wouldn't have maybe been the one that I used, but there's a patch in this tire. It's working perfectly fine. And you know what? I didn't really do anything, so I'm not going to charge you any money. And so he just put the tire right back on our car. And so I don't know if heaven has like a pit crew that's been working on our vehicle, <laughs> and it's a miraculous patch, or there's, uh, you know, somewhere along the way, the miscommunication and someone patched it at Cal Tire, but all I know is it's by the grace of God that I didn't have to pay Cal Tire anything. I didn't have to pay this tire exchange thing, and our tire was fixed, so I'm grateful for that. And so, okay, yes, you can cut that.) Up. Um, I say all that to just say God cares about the the small things in our lives and the little things like a tire all the way up to someone having a tumor in their body healed. And so today, if you have something small, don't think it's too insignificant to bring to God all the way up to your biggest need that you could possibly have.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you, Pastor Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd invite Vanessa up, but Pastor Tyson used all your time, so So Sorry. (laughs) You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's on the board, so <laughs> if anybody's hiring. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. I you are going to hire me. Yeah.
5: Morning, I'm Vanessa, and I've been here at the church for, I think, 15 years. Uh, this is a testimony about how good God is and that he cares for us always and that he never wastes anything, any of your hard times. This past year, we moved, and... I didn't want to, but it was the right time with what was happening in the neighborhood. And there's so many little details about how easy it was and confirmation about how it went, um, just from the realtors that we worked with, Rob and Alexis Josephson, who go here too. Um, and anytime I felt scared, there God was just showing me confirmation um, that no, this is the right thing, this is the right time. And we weren't ready to buy with the interest rates, and we weren't really sure what we wanted, so we knew we were going to be renting for a time. Uh, And looking at the rental market out there wasn't very much, and it was also priced too high for what we were needing. And we also have pets, and that's really hard to find a rental. And I said to my husband that um, I really hope that we get to be in this um, townhouse unit in this neighbourhood that we want, and specifically that unit. I so, said, okay, well, it's kind of specific, but we'll probably move on um, anyways, it all worked out. God did provide that unit for us with an amazing landlord that accepted our pets that was in our budget and just more than it could ever be there's so many other things that go to that story, but that's the the small part of that. The amazing part about that is a month later, a friend of mine acquaintance that I hadn't um, we lost touch, and but I've known her for 20 years. She moved in two doors down and is going through what I went through five years ago, which was the worst time in my life there was... Um, I'm just thinking what I can say my son is here. <laughs> um, there, there was a divorce It ultimately ended in that and just all the things that led up to that. And to be able to now encourage her and um, point her to God. She doesn't know God. Um, And support her along the way and all the conversations that have come about um, through since June um, to help her and support her and her family. And it is all God's working that that timing happened because of her situation. It just, it doesn't make sense that we would both be there at the same time, but God worked that to be that way. And um, the encouragement is that when you're going through hard times, to I, I would encourage you to be praying to God that don't let this be, he won't waste it, but just show me how to pass this on to others and to pass on his glory and his goodness and to um, be able to encourage others and point them towards him.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. I'd say that often the conversation with people, the hardest question I ask God is why? Why me? Why now? Why this? And often I don't get the answers until a few years later. And God always is faithful. So thank you, Vanessa. Sam?
6: Good morning. I'd love to talk to you guys this morning about um, God's generosity and giving. And I want to start off with a verse. That's all right. I'm sure that's all right, right? <laughs> <That's> all right. <laughs> it's the right place for it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> safe here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Now, I want to start with this. I know a lot of us in here are probably hurting financially. It's been tough years. The rates are high. We've talked about a couple of stats this morning that are making life really, really tough. For the last few years, and more specifically this year, I have really switched my mentality in giving where I truly have found joy in giving what I give. It's not, I'd say when I started out when I was younger, especially with tithing and all that stuff, it's been more like, yeah, we do it because we do it, and that's, we just have to do it. But... Later on, there's been a switch, and I've seen God continuously provide in our lives, and our family, um, and people we know, in, like, amazing, specific ways. Uh, and it's not like, you know, we're not a super wealthy family, we just, we get by, um, but we give what we can. And I really want to encourage everybody this year, as you start the year, to really search yourself and your heart, and ask yourself if you're giving what you want to give if you're really doing what you want to do with your finances with what you have we had an opportunity to even give a spare bed that we had to our neighbors which we barely even know them but i think we really went a long way they're a lot big family and they're not very um, wealthy Uh, and i believe that god really called us to donate this bed that we had that we didn't need and to me that was such a small thing but God provided for us in so many ways this year, financially, through other people, through friends, through family. Um, It's not always about money either. It's not always money. It's also in your time, in your efforts, uh, and especially in your heart. God really wants the heart out of everything. So I really encourage you, everybody to really look into yourself as the year starts and think about where you're giving, what you want to do, and I challenge you to really step up because God will show up In ways that you cannot even expect. Blessings. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Sam. Hello. Good morning.
7: Hi, everyone. My name is Judith. And I want to say that this has been the worst of years. And it's been the best of years. And sometimes God does that in our lives in such a way that he gets our attention. And what I want to say this morning is don't get complacent. Take every opportunity to to be stretched in your faith. Look at whatever comes your way as an opportunity to be stretched And to grow. Because God has this. He has got you in the palm of His hand. He says in Scripture Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you. And I would add to that pursue, pursue, pursue. Don't stop. Keep pursuing, even in the midst of the darkest days and the most trying circumstances. Even when you are uh, physically uh, in a a bad place, when you're mentally in a bad place, when you're spiritually in a bad place, you pursue God because He will show up big time. Mm -hmm. I've been stretched this year in ways I hadn't really anticipated. And the life circumstances are, are not the issue for me because I've learned how to face off with Satan and say, Not today, Satan. You're not taking me down today. And I ran across a little uh, sticker at one of the little shops in the mall that said, Not today, Satan. And I've got three of them in key places around my house. And they remind me that the victor is God through Christ, not the enemy. He is about this big. God is infinitely bigger than our enemy. Hmm. So the stretching came when he wanted me, when God said for me to do some things that were totally out of my comfort zone. One of them was to lead a group of women... (laughs) dear sweet women in a class called How to Study the Bible it was like they opened their mouths and I produced a uh, turned on the fire hose and for four weeks (laughs) we went through how to study the Bible it stretched me beyond anything that I thought I was capable of Mm -hmm. Out of that, we started a little connect group, and we meet once a month, and we're talking about authority, our authority in Christ. And again, I have been so stretched, and just only by the grace of God that we're getting through this, and he is the victor, and he is going to be glorified in all things. Mm -hmm. And I just want to encourage you. Stretch yourself, allow God to stretch yourself. If He's put a dream in your heart mm-hmm. that you think you are with Him, you can partner with Him and see it completed, don't hesitate. Get up and get out of your seat and go and do it. If He's called you to something and He's called every single one of you to something, get up. Out of your seat and say, today I'm going to pursue. Be like David. David, when he was at his lowest place, his very lowest place, he'd lost everything. The enemies had come in and taken his wives and his children and the wives and children of all of his men. They'd kidnapped them and taken them away in Ziklag. And David got the word of the Lord, pursue. Pursue, and you will recover all. Mm -hmm. If you pursue God, you will recover everything that the enemy has stolen from you. And I just want to leave you with that and encourage you, just go after God. Let everything else fall away, (laughs) except, you know, your normal responsibilities. But (laughs) let it fall away and pursue God, and you'll be amazed Mm. at what he will do
3: in Mm -hmm. your life. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Mm -hmm. Ethan. Good morning, sir.
8: Good morning, church. That was good. That's probably one of my favorite verses, seek the first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. But um, I'm Ethan, hi. Uh, I'm usually downstairs with the kids. Um, and it's been an, an immense pleasure being up here with you guys this Sunday. Um, I mean, I could share things that are going on downstairs, which is very encouraging with your kids. But um, what prompted my heart was, I uh, I work part time at a bakery, and after the a while that I've been there now, which is a new revelation, um, the the culture has changed. It has. From when I first started there to what it is now it 's vastly different, and I will give God the credit for that. Mm. Um, everyone knows uh, that i 'm Christian, and I talk about Jesus while i 'm working there and they 'll they 'll ask me fun questions or you know, Ethan, will you pray for me I'm, you know I'm, i don 't want to make you know another sandwich i 'm like he 's got you you know <laughs> the and uh, which is amazing opportunity to be in but one of the things that really sticks out is, while I've built relationship with people there, I've been able to pray with people. I've been able to talk with people seriously and about their lives. And one person in particular um, changed jobs and left the bakery, and I was able to <sighs> speak into her life. And I just felt the prompting of God that she needed to know who she was while she goes to a new environment because you can get swept away by so many different things and forget who you are. Um, and I talked with her for a good 10 minutes, and there were tears, there was comfort, and a lot of encourage, encouragement. And I, was, I didn't see her for another several months, and I was only able to see her again um, at a staff Christmas party. And... She in within conversation she just pointed out I still remember everything you said to me that day. Oh wow, okay. Well wow. um and it she just let me know that it helped her so much because she needed that anchor. And I could only give God the glory because that is something that I wouldn't normally do at all. And I my encouragement to all of you, is to look at the people around you and find the gold, and be able to call it up. It's so it's so easy to find faults and judgment, or even just have give a sarcastic comment. It's it's so easy doing that. Anyone can do that. the The goal, the the thing that we can try to do the most is find something in them that can shine that God made, and we can bring it to light and let them know that that you see them in that way, that they they are loved. And I was able to do that for just a few minutes with someone, and it impacted them and probably will for the rest of their life because she still remembers. And that's what God can do through each and every one of us, through any person that's around us, any person within our sphere of influence. And we can gradually, even though it takes effort, we can gradually change a culture and change an environment that focuses on him more and that his name is more freely spoken and that people can people can come to you and ask for comfort and help and prayer Mm -hmm. and yeah that's my encouragement to you church that the little the little things can build and create a kingdom
3: Mm.
8: a beautiful beautiful kingdom
3: thank you thank you thank you
0: Yeah, Jess. Hello. Hi.
9: Hi, um, I'm Jess. Uh, so, <laughs> in November, I broke my arm. Uh, it's still technically broken. It's not in the sling because it's in the back and I had to play piano. Um, but <laughs> It's
1: dedication.
4: It's
9: technically still broken, um, but it's been well. <laughs> but basically, before I broke my arm, I... Um, it was having a pretty good year. Things are fine. Um and around um like fall, I tend to especially around fall because I'm really busy with school stuff, I tend to feel really like isolated and just kinda empty um often. And so then naturally I break my arm at a time when I generally feel very isolated and I live alone. My family currently doesn't live in Canada, so it's like ooh, you're really alone, you can't drive, you're not allowed to drive with a broken arm. Um, and so I was kind of expecting to feel really like isolated and sad and lonely, but what ended up happening was like the complete opposite. I have really never felt so loved and so like poured into as when I broke my arm, which sounds silly, but like I had so many friends being like, we're here for you, like, let us know what you need, all this stuff, And people would say to me, like, oh, that must really suck that your arm is broken. And I was like, actually, no. Like, it hadn't even occurred to me that, like, I could have been feeling a lot more negative through the whole thing. But it was really just, I don't know, a testament to God being there and, like, showing himself to me through my friends and through himself. Uh, And I thought that was really cool, Um, especially because kind of near the beginning of the year, especially, I was really going through, like, a hmm, like, what do I... God, I don't know if I really feel you anymore. I don't know what's going on. Like, what do I believe? I'm not really sure. And so I spent, like, the rest of the year really, like, fighting that and really trying to figure out, like, okay, what do I believe? Like, do I still feel you? Where are you in my life when I don't know if I see you anymore? And this experience especially has really, like, just shown me that he is here, like, just overwhelmingly so. Because it's, like, it's just a... In a lot of ways, it's just a broken arm, but it it's not, like, the worst thing to go through, but it was something that really showed me, again, just how much he was with me and just how cool that was to kind of realize, like, oh, yeah, like, I was really asking and praying, like, God, show me where you are in my life, and this was his way of being, like, hey, I'm i am here. I'm with you. I'm still here. I've always been there, and, uh, yeah, so I thought, thought that was really cool that he, he did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, through this year so yeah I guess my like, biggest kind of encouragement would be like, just to know that yeah he's present he's with you um, he is our comforter um, and he's with us when we feel alone and he helps us to not feel alone or to not even realize that we could be feeling alone.
0: Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. Thank you Jess. Appreciate it. Thank you. John. Good morning, sir. Good morning. You, you will be our last in-house, so give them what you got.
10: <laughs> it was the My name is John. I do know one or two people here. <laughs> um, it was the day before Thanksgiving, 2023. I was talking to a friend, and in the discussion, it came up: Why are there so many homeless people around? and we just couldn't believe how many there were. And later that day, I said to my wife, I'm going to go to Superstore and pick something up for Thanksgiving. I went in without a bag, and I picked up a few items, and I was trying to keep them together. And when I came out, immediately outside the door, my eyes met the eyes of the sweetest lady I would say about 30 years old. She looked like she might have been a mother. My eyes met her eyes. She was holding a sign that said, I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. I looked at her and I thought of the verse. When you entertain strangers, you may be entertaining angels unaware. And I saw the pain in her eyes, and the hurt. But when I looked at those eyes, I saw an angel. And I was walking by, and I turned around, and I walked by her again to put all the stuff down I was carrying. And I walked over to her, and I said, I want you to have a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, I can't pass by without giving you something. So I felt the presence of the Lord at that moment, and it Mm. was a sacred moment. And Mm. I'm just saying, there's lots of people out there that the Lord places in our ways so we can help them.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, John. Thank you. I have two uh, from online that I'd like to read you. Before we wrap up this morning. <laughs> it's my son. I don't know why he doesn't go around the back. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Irina. And she says she has a little bit of a story of how she was kept safe, safe in November one morning. She started to drive to work and she noticed on her dashboard the little red light uh, for the battery was on. And so she prayed for safety, for her drive on her way to work, that everything would be okay. And even though that the light was still on, uh, she made it. And she decided to get the car checked uh, the next day because of that light. So because she had to get the car checked, she took the bus. But she realized at the bus that she actually didn't have enough cash for the bus that day. And the bus driver was so kind to her and said, Don't worry, we're not going to leave you behind. Here is a free day pass. And she said, This made her day. She said, You are awesome to this gentleman. And she says, A little bit of kindness goes a long way for sure. And that evening, when they took the car uh, to leave the shop, even though she had stopped to do a little bit of shopping, the car was driving fine all the way from Colwood to Esquimalt. And she said when she was parking, uh, she had opened the windows to park safely, and the battery died right there, right in front of the car shop. And so she had to do a little bit of work to get the car to run, including switching the batteries. And it was dark out that night. And then the car's windows eventually closed, things started to turn on, and she felt that the car was fixed immediately, and she felt that she didn't have that knowledge, but the Lord gave her the knowledge on how to do these things, and everything was safe. Praise the Lord. And then the last one I'll read you comes from the Rice Camp family, and they're in the military. And it says this. This year, our family were posted back to British Columbia from southern Ontario. In June, during their house hunting trip, God opened the door for us and we found a property that we fell in love with. Through lots of prayer and online paperwork, we're able to purchase this property. We've always been a huge part of our former church back in the day in Victoria. And we're heavily involved in Hope CRC in Mount Briggs. Since settling in in Souk, we felt led to find a new church community. We went to several different churches at first, that first month, and felt at home with Colwood Church. We feel so blessed by God this past year as He's provided safety with our move, with our new jobs... Our transition back into school at Lighthouse Christian Academy. We felt like God has helped us connect with a new church community, Colwood Church community. We've had many ups and downs this year, but ultimately, this year has been about God's provision for our family. So thank you, Colwood Church, for being family. That's great. You know, we've heard from multiple people and a a lot of things really boil down uh, to God's faithfulness. God remains faithful to his people. And as we heard earlier, you know, he will make all things work together for good for those who love him, for those who put him first, those that continue to pursue him. And so, church, moving into 2024... Put God first. Watch him move in your life. We heard from multiple people about how community has helped them. In times of desperation, in times of need, in times of hopelessness, God has been there with them through the community they have surrounded themselves with. And so also in 2024, may you find community. I don't know how you do that. Maybe you join a connect group, some of the classes, first steps. There's multiple opportunities within this church for you to find community. But next year, what I've heard, according to last year, is put God first, find community. Can I pray for you? God, thank you so much for who you are. We thank you for what you've done and what you will continue to do. Lord, we pray that we would know you. That we would know your heart, we'd know your love, and we would know what others mean to you as well. We pray that you would give us opportunity to see you at work, opportunity to feel you at work in our lives, but also opportunity to do your works. God, we pray that 2024 would be better than 2023, no matter how good or bad it was. Lord, that we would continue to see you, and you are good. Thank you, Jesus, for today. Thank you for the testimonies that were shared. We love you, Lord, in your name. Amen. Amen. Have a great year, end of the year, and we'll see you next year, church.